The contents of this podcast is for general information only and does not constitute financial advice or consider individual circumstances. Please seek your own independent legal, financial, taxation or other advice before making investment decisions. Hey, Ed and Ben here with another episode of Decoding Crypto. Ben, as you know, is the CEO of Collective Shift, and he's on a mission to democratize the way we learn about crypto. And Decoding Crypto is an extension of that. We want to help you get into crypto. It's not too late. If you're interested, this is the place to be. We're going to take you on the journey. Ben, how are you going? I'm fantastic, Ed. I just uh, wrapped up the week of the World Blockchain Summit in Dubai. Um, yeah, wow. How was that? It was crazy. Uh, it's all about the metaverse here. So they are going so heavy on the metaverse. I'm not sure if I spoke about this last week, but um, super heavy on the metaverse. Everything is metaverse, 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 and NFTs. There's very little Bitcoin, mm. very little Ethereum, very little any crypto like tokenized assets. It's all about like building communities, building your digital presence, building the Web3 economy inside some sort of virtual world. Um, so it's interesting. Fa- it's yeah. What's the coolest thing you've seen in the metaverse uh, space there while you've been in Dubai? Oh, the, the only, I haven't really explored it too much. The only thing I've seen is Dubai is creating their international virtual metaverse hub. So, like Dubai in the physical world, they're trying to create this like international business hub for people to come here and do business. They're replicating that in their virtual world. So they're creating a Dubai virtual world where you can buy property and uh, and have your office in there and you can register your business in there. And uh, yeah, it's kind of fascinating. Um, and that's backed by wow. the government, VARA. Uh, there's a VARA, gov- it's called VARA government entity over here and they're uh, really, yeah, really going hard. So the the, the rich families uh, are that basically run, you know, Dubai and Saudi Arabia are heavily investing into this space because the oil money over here will run out at some point in time. They know that. Uh, so they're trying to bring in, um, you know, tourism and business and other like technologies to continue to fund uh, the, the, the sort of the ecosystem over here. So super fascinating. Wow, how interesting. So what I want to talk to you about today is people who are far earlier on in their journey than that. If you're just thinking about getting into crypto, if you're not sure where to start, I want to talk about all the different ways that you can buy crypto because it can be a bit daunting. Um, You know, you might have walked past a... uh, a crypto ATM, <laughs> as I did, in a mall near me. But, you know, there's so many other ways and so many potentially better ways to buy crypto. And um, so that's what I want to talk through today. Ben, where should people start? What's the easiest on-ramp to buying your crypto? Uh, definitely what we call a centralized exchange. So in Australia, these might be places like CoinSpot, SwiftX, uh, Independent Reserve, Coinjar, uh, there's so many uh, in Australia, uh, probably too many in my opinion, but they all do the same thing pretty much. And you can go on, you can create an account, sign up, and uh, eToro is another one, they're a sponsor of the podcast. You can sign up and you can buy crypto on uh, their platform. Once you buy crypto on the platform, it's super easy, probably takes you about five minutes to verify. You need to give your ID, register your account. Uh, you deposit Australian dollars either through your bank or your debit card. Uh, or pay ID, and then you can basically buy Bitcoin really easily, and that Bitcoin stored in your wallet on these exchanges. And then, like we've spoken about in previous episodes, we recommend that you buy a, uh, a ledger 
or a Trezor or a cold wallet to, to withdraw that uh, crypto onto. So that's the main, probably easiest way to buy crypto. You can't buy all cryptocurrencies on the major exchanges, but you can buy the top probably, you know, depending on the exchange, top 50 to, you know, 100. Mm. And when, when we're first getting into it, what's the benefit of buying from one of those centralized exchanges? Just the ease of use, right? So if you mm. um, are using something like CoinSpot, for example, or any of the exchanges I just you know mentioned, they're super easy to, to use. You know, they've worked really hard on creating a good customer experience and user experience. So uh, you know it's at a trusted platform. Uh, you're probably going to um, not pay that much in fees and uh, just, I guess, the whole experience in a trusted environment is probably why I'd recommend. Like I use a centralized exchange still as well. Uh, you, you, you know, you tend to use them for most of your transactions. So that's probably the most easiest method uh, for most of the listeners at home. Like if you're sort of investing like what I'd call sort of normal people amounts, like, you know, anywhere between like $10 and, you know, a few thousand dollars, I'd recommend a centralized exchange. And what about brokers? So brokers are another way of buying crypto. Now the, the downside of brokers, uh, what is a broker first of all? A broker is like somewhere where you can walk in to a store uh, or an office or call someone up and they will execute the transaction on your behalf. So you don't need to do any of the work for you. You sort of ring up and buy crypto. And I, I've done this before um, when I w- was buying a lot of crypto like a couple of years ago, I used a broker. The downside is you'll pay a lot in fees usually somewhere between two and 4% of your total um, transaction amount will be in fees, which is a lot. So that's the downside, but the upside is it's even easier than doing it yourself. This is like a someone else does it for you method. Um, and some brokers in Australia, there's Caleb and Brown. Uh, I think Independent Reserve might be able to do that. I'm pretty sure, maybe not. Um, Ainsley Wealth is another one that can uh, do the brokerage side of things as well. So um, they're two in Australia I'd look at, look into. Yeah, right. Okay. And so there's also decentralized exchanges as well. What's the difference there? Yes, these are called DEXs for short, uh, for short uh, decentralized exchanges. So this is when you don't have a company running the, uh, or a middleman running the exchange. So a decentralized exchange is basically when the platform connects you and I together somewhere on the internet to make a transaction happen. So uh, for those listeners that remember like uTorrent back in the day where we downloaded movies, uTorrent was just the platform and you were downloading movies off someone else on the internet. It just connected you with someone that had what you wanted. And that's basically what a decentralized exchange does. Uh, so examples of that of like uh, Uniswap or SushiSwap. And the upside of decentralized exchanges are that you basically can buy any cryptocurrencies on these exchanges, um, even the really, really small ones. Other upside is you're not gonna pay many uh, much in fees because the fees don't um, amount to much, maybe like 0.01%, they're very, very small. The downside is that they are a lot more complicated to use. So you need to look mm. into things like having a MetaMask and you need to have Ethereum and you need to look in like gas fees and know what slippages are. And you know, it's a little bit harder to wrap your head around. Um, however, like I use one on Sunday and once you're sort of used to it, it's, it's super easy. So some of the assets that I own, I can't buy on a centralized exchange because they're lower down the ranking. So I use a decentralized exchange uh, to, to buy and sell. But probably don't go there if you're a beginner. Yeah, don't go there. I'd stick with just <laughs> assets that are on a centralized exchange to begin with. 
Yeah, absolutely. And so one of the um, other things that we've spoken about before is dollar cost averaging. For people who haven't heard this phrase before, can you just give us a really brief explainer? Yep, so dollar cost averaging is, uh, let's say you wanna put in $10,000 into crypto. Uh, dollar cost averaging is where you split up the investment and you invest over a period of time. So you might do, okay, let's say we've got $10,000, let's invest $1,000 each month for the next 10 months or each week for the next 10 weeks. And what that does is levels out the volatility. So if crypto goes down, uh, rather than trying to invest all right now, and then crypto goes down another 30%, you're sort of investing each week. So you might get average, you get the average price of that 10 week period rather than just a single point in time. So you're leveling out the risk and you're getting an average price rather than trying to pick a time to buy. So picking a time to buy is called lump sum investing, where you're putting a bigger sum of money in. Um, there's pros and cons to both, but I recommend dollar cost averaging over a longer period of time. It's how I accumulated most of my crypto between 2017 and 2019. Um, for two years, I dollar cost averaged, and that it's a really easy way of like accumulating crypto without having to think about it too much. Mm, and there are apps that can do this for you too. Yep. So Bamboo is one, um, and you can also do this on exchanges as well. So I think Independent Reserve has a feature, Coinspot has a feature, SwiftX has a feature. There's probably more as well where you can set up recurring buys inside those platforms. Should you ever buy your crypto from an ATM that you buy in the mall? <laughs> I haven't personally. Um, I think, again, the downside of the ATMs is you're probably going to pay a lot in fees. Uh, mm. And I reckon there's a limit to how much you can buy just based on the cash laws in Australia. Um, so I'm pretty sure you can't buy any asset over $10,000 in cash in Australia. Yeah. So you're probably not gonna be able to buy too much. Uh, so always check the price of Bitcoin as well. So not only you yeah. gotta look at the fees, but we get this thing called um, spreads, where let's say you can buy Bitcoin for $19,000 on um, on one exchange. Some exchanges will you know make you pay $19,500 per Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. So you're losing money based on the spread as well. So when you see these exchanges going no fee trading, it's a bunch of bollocks because what they do is they uh, they charge they make money in the spreads, so they're charging you a higher amount. It's like when you go to sell your car, right? If you go to a car salesman, he's going to charge you. Um, he's going to he's going to take less money from you because he's going to resell that versus selling it private. You're probably going to get a better price for it, right? So if you go mm-hmm. to these ATMs, oh, so not these ATMs, these some of these exchanges, <laughs> you're going to lose money in the in the spread. So just be careful. Yep, a great warning there, but a great way to get into crypto. It can be daunting, so don't worry. We have all been there. If you're just first trying to think about buying crypto, it can be a little overwhelming, but it is well within your reach. And that's just a quick rundown. I'm sure there's more info on Collective Shift if people want to learn more, Ben. Yes, there is. So you can uh, go into collectiveshift.io and go under resources, and then there's a uh, category of resources called beginner resources and um, we've got different places it's all free you can read up on different places to buy and sell the last thing I just mentioned Ed for uh, the more richer folk of our listeners uh, probably bigger than you and I Ed I can't speak for you but definitely bigger <laughs> than me um, you can yep. <laughs> there's uh, there's also OTC which is called over-the-counter trade so where you basically um, you can get OTC, I think, on SwiftX, I think on uh, CoinSpot as well, where you're sort of talking like $50,000 to $100,000 and above. 
you're gonna get um, even better fees and even better spread. So um, that option there is available too. Yeah, wow, okay, so many to choose from. Amazing, thanks so much, Ben, and I'll put a link to the um, resources that you were mentioning in the show notes so people can check them out if they want a written version of this. Um, Excellent, okay, I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.